C++ is either Charmander or Charmeleon, whereas Circle is Charizard. And, like, that's the thing. I know about Charizard because it was one of the cards that everyone was after. Welcome to ADSP, the podcast, episode 129, recorded on May 10th, 2023. My name is Connor, and today with my co-host, Bryce, we chat about the exciting new pipeline operator that is implemented in the most recent release of Circle. I did. I did reach out to and get a reply from the the special guest that uh, that you have uh when desiring we can are we we can tell the listener no no no. we're not going to say it yet we're not going to say can it we say what, what the project was though because this was a li- this we was can't. a listener request we... okay we won't mention the project but there's an exciting new project but, but... <laughs> people can put it together and someone requested it if you are that repers- if you are that person we did reach out to a person involved we won't say how important they were but they are a little bit uh pressed for time correct but but we're gonna we're gonna we got a reply, and we're gonna circle back in a couple of weeks or months, and I think eventually it'll happen. Perfect segue. We're gonna circle to circle. I'm not sure. If, <laughs> I'm not sure if you have a topic to talk about today, but we could spend the whole next thirty minutes that you have talking about yeah. the latest and greatest features in Circle. I do have to warn you that the 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 dog and the girlfriend is going to come back at some point, and noise is going to be made. That's all right. We only we don't need we can record one episode now, and we'll set something up next week. All right, but so I'm not going to screen share. We're just going to talk about it because we don't screen share anymore. <laughs> People that follow me on Twitter, and I think actually I mentioned this last episode that all two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, Bryce. We get it. You got more Twitter followers than most people. And uh, I mentioned it last episode that Sean Baxter, uh, the man, the myth, the legend behind the Circle C++ compiler, was working on implementing the pipeline operator uh, along with the placeholder. That is now complete. Yeah. It is now available on Godbolt. and. Oh. It's never been a more exciting time. I don't even want to say in C++ because this isn't C++. This is Circle. Circle, I think Circle, it doesn't have a logo. So you don't, you don't, you don't think post-release of C++11 was a more exciting time? I wasn't C++. programming in C++ back then. I didn't, okay, I didn't well, start I programming in C++ until <laughs> 2000. Back in my day. <laughs> We didn't have no variadic templates. We had to stamp those out by hand. And we, and you know what? We were happy about it. I don't think people were. I don't think people were. Nobody was happy about it. But it got the job done. You, you, you know you know that that's how that used to work, like pre-C++11. Like if you wanted to do something variadic template, like like the, the person who wrote the library, they would just stamp out all the overloads and normally there would be some preprocessor magic and you would you would you would define some macro that would say how many up to what already do you want it to support and and as you went to higher already of course compile times would get slower and slower that's how that worked that's unfortunate but uh the improvement upon that in c++11 was not as exciting as this 
I, I agree. I think circles the most exciting thing. Yeah. What's exciting about this is like, this is a proposal that I was told by Zach Lane was dead in the water. That makes me sad because this rust traits thing is not going to entirely supersede what would have been possible with this pipeline operator. And now I just, I offhandedly mention it to Sean. I wouldn't say I was trying to nerd snipe him, but I did make a comment being like, I'll basically turn all my C++ talks over the next two months into circle talks. If you, if you can make this happen, poof, three days later, he has it basically working, and then less than a week later, he's got an instance of it on Godbolt that people can play around with. And it also works with C23, works with all the libraries. It's absolutely phenomenal. And so, are you going to revive this proposal? And also, I got to say, Sean, brilliant guy, brilliant. so easy to nerd snipe. So <laughs> easy to nerd snipe. I mean, this is like, uh, it's nerd sniping, but also, too, like, I'm thinking about there's a couple internal projects that I'm working at in NVIDIA, and. I'm using C plus plus twenty three. How how amazing is it that like like C plus plus programmers have been conditioned for so many years that a new feature takes like years to deliver to you, and then like yeah, you go to Sean and you're like, hey Sean, could you implement this thing? And it's like three days later, he's like, yeah, here, it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 phenomenal. But does that does that say more about Sean or about the stagnation in the in in established C plus plus compilers? And and I actually I actually bet that if you that if you ask Sean that Sean would tell you that it says more about the state of C plus plus compilers than it does about any any particular special you know uh, thing about him or, or Circle. I think it's obviously both. I mean, I don't think you would disagree that uh, if Sean is listening, maybe he'll interested to hear his thoughts on this. But Sean strikes me as like a savant level. Like he operates at a very, I, very I, high I, level. I agree. I agree. But at the end of the day, he is he is just one man. And if one man, even a savant level man like Sean, can make a compiler where he can so rapidly implement new features in unlike like th three days versus the you know years that it would take for and for and to be fair to I, I think it was actually more like 24 hours and then the yes. extra 48 hours was like him asking me for test cases and then he ran right. into like two or three bugs and then w by the end of that three-day period he was basically yeah, finished and uh right and then just wait waiting for some prs to get pushed through on gobbled uh <laughs> i think that this says a lot about the state of the clang in gcc and msvc code bases and it's not to say that there aren't there aren't brilliant folks working on uh those three different compilers but like i have to say like i have not been more excited it's about it's not about the people it's about it's about the code bases and it's about the process. Yeah. But just like having this, I had been in the back of my head thinking about like, oh, yeah, it'd be really cool because I, I have a pretty clear idea of um, I've, I've already got probably 50 to 75 percent of my C++ talk um, done. And I've had the idea of what I wanted to do for, you know, since basically the beginning of the year when I started uh, submitting talks or proposals. And I had thought in the back of my head it would be really cool if uh, I could have act an actual working compiler to link people to 
the possible version of the solutions to these problems I'm going to be showing yeah. uh, with the pipeline. But like the only way that that's possible is through Circle. There's no way that MSVC, GCC, or Clang, uh, unless if I forked Clang myself and like did my own compiler hackery, but like Lord knows, you know, the, we'll link in the description show notes. Uh, I'm not going to remember his name, but he, I believe, lives in Israel and he gave a talk at CppCon 2019 and he implemented concepts and he just like, you just, I, I, I will, I will now attempt to nerd snipe anybody here who's a Clang developer. <laughs> Clang is is great. If you think that Clang is so great, and if you think that Circle is just a bunch of hot air, then one of you goes go implement the pipeline operator in 24 hours and you get an extra 48 hours for, <laughs> for, for bugs and tests, go, go do it. Yeah. Like, like, you know what? You, you can even all like team up like a group of you can go do it. I, I dare you to go do it and clang. I, I dare somebody you get three days to go, to go and implement this thing. See if you can do it. You know what it has me thinking now too, is this is a feature that, um, I think for a while you didn't care about, but then once you started using some range of stuff, you were like, oh, we need this. And I was like, I told you that like three years ago was the, uh, yeah. the papers called polymorphic lambdas with structured bindings or something that like that. They, they don't call them generic lambdas. They call them polymorphic Mark, lambdas so, for some, some reason. Somebody, somebody once told me that the, the mark of a smart person is their willingness to, to rapidly change their position when they realize they're yeah. wrong. <laughs> Flexibility and I flip-flop like the best of them. Yep. But like now, that's got me thinking because there's this one code example. I actually haven't uh, I haven't modified it to get it working, but it's actually it's a, an example that Barry uses in his proposal, uh, the ISO C++ paper. And that that solution will be enhanced even a little bit more if we have that uh, generic lambdas with uh, structure bindings so that you can unpack it right in the, the parameter list. Yes. And like now I'm we thinking like this. I don't even know if that's possible like I, I think some things need to be figured out but now i'm sean if you're listening <laughs> if you yeah. if you need something else please to sean and now this this just makes me think like i have like sean I, doesn't I was, have time to listen to this podcast we can we can safely say whatever we want about about sean he's um he's not listening but the point is is like i'm 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 just over the moon that now not only do i have access to this and i can use it but like I, I basically, my talk is going to be a C++ talk for like the first two examples. And then I'm just going to switch. I've even made my own Circle logo. But but, cir <laughs> but Circle is C++. It is, but like C++ doesn't get me this excited. Yeah, but, 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 but I, I want to I wanna drive, drive this point home because I think this is a point that Sean would make. Circle is not a, a successor language to C++. It's not trying to be... Um, a different language. Circle is trying to to chart a a better path forward for C++ and specifically a better path forward for how we develop and evolve C++. And honestly, I think that I think that C++ would be better off if we just appointed Sean <laughs> the dictator of C++ and we just closed up the ISO shop and you know just the 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 future evolution of C++ was all done through circle and circle was the official um, uh, reference language but but what 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 Sean really means by that when he says that circle is C++ is that um, 
uh, its you know its extensions and proposals to C++, but that it's all built on top of C++ itself. Um, that it's not, not meant to be a new language, it's not meant to be a thing from scratch. Um, that, that he feels that it's important. Um, and, and also he feels that that we can evolve C++ into a better language, and he's trying to show us how to do that. And he thinks that that's a better idea than going and building these successor languages. So I went and looked up a Pokemon evolution because I didn't, I wasn't allowed to follow Pokemon or watch it or have the cards. Story for a no, different yeah, day. You had an interesting childhood. Um, but so I'm not sure if Charmander is like pre C plus plus eleven, and then he definitely is. Charmeleon is like a C plus plus eleven slash twenty, like all the new additions. But like Charizard is definitely Circle. It's like <laughs> so that's that's what I mean. Is that like. I don't want to put a C++ logo in the top corner of my circle code because C++ is either Charmander or Charmeleon, whereas circle is Charizard. And, like, that's the thing. I know about Charizard because it was one of the cards that everyone was after. I couldn't I, – not in a million years would I have been able to tell you Charmander and Charmeleon. Like, I know Pikachu and Bulbasaur. I mean, Char Char Charmander's pretty good, I got to say. Like, you know, he was pretty good back in the day. Back in the day. But now – and so that's the thing is I just I, I know that uh, Circle is like he's like good against like the first couple of gym bosses. I think I think uh, in like the original games, I think like Squirtle was really the one that struggled. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, uh, I know Squirtle is the little uh, little toad looking like little, one, right? Water. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe it was the maybe it was. Uh, Where's that Bulbasaur? Maybe it was the there's the grass one. Well, anyways, one of no. <sighs> One of them had difficulty against the first few, <laughs> few gym bosses. The point is, Charizard, aka Circle, is the evolved C++. And so even though they are, you know, the same thing in some respects, and, like, I think that's how Sean wants to market it, is, like, th this has me so excited now. And, like... Although, I, I, I will say, I, Sean is not somebody who does marketing. Sean, Sean is telling you genuinely what he thinks and believes. Yeah. I've I've never heard a man with less bullshit in him than Sean. <laughs> and I say that as a person with a great deal of bullshit in me. I knew that how that sentence was going to end. <laughs> and I say that fill in the blank. Uh. Oh, I have a I have a dog, and she's going to come right over to me right now. Yes, she is. She has to say hi because she just went outside. All right, let's um, let's let's wrap up wherever this is going. So, what did you want to talk about? I mean, just basically announcing that uh, there'll be links in the description for folks that want to go check this out. And in general, it just has me more excited about. Like, I think last episode I said using some of the other features like language tuples and variants would have me a little bit concerned because then it becomes like a lot less compatible with like existing C plus plus compilers. And now I'm thinking to myself. What what version of me is saying that? Like, I want language tuples. Why why do I even care if I'm if I'm veering a little bit away from C if I'm just going to be compiling with Circle? Anyways, yeah. the point is, Circle's amazing, and super excited about it. Yeah. So stay tuned, folks. My C talk is now a Circle talk. Thank you to Sean. Super excited, and also too, like uh, I don't mean uh, to say this too that like you know C is done. Like I think the folks in the C no. ISO committee should be like. 
Uh, I know that, yeah, like the template metaprogramming group, which I think actually is like temporarily shut down from what I've heard. I mean, I don't really follow the ISO um, ins and outs. Well, I mean, Han is leading that one. But, uh, I mean, your point about you're not saying that C++ is done, I mean, I think that's Sean's whole point is that C++ isn't done, that the future of C++ should be circle. A point with which I wholeheartedly agree. I just, I feel like... I'm going to be testing out all of my personal projects that I have <laughs> because I already was going to, I kind of was waiting for C++ 23 so I could just get rid of a lot of the range V3 stuff that I was depending on. And yeah. now that I'm doing that, I just, I feel like, uh, let's check, let's check on circling. Do they have CMake? Um, I would almost, ooh, I Googled CMake and it doesn't actually say anything. But I imagine, I mean, if you can get this to work on the command line, you can get this to work with CMake, correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, CMake, <laughs> mm. as somebody who has spent some amount of time trying to get CMake to work with new compilers, it's um, it's not trivial. Let's go to the GitHub. Circle GitHub. <laughs> Circle CI is the first thing that comes up. Sean... Have we ever done an episode where we talked about how we like to present? Uh, like at conferences? Yeah. I don't think so. We've we've done like meta conversations, especially one of them came up with um, Sean Parent, who we have to have on. We apologize, Sean. I can't even. Yeah. What's when's the last time we've had him on? It's been way too long. I don't know. Um, we're gonna. What's wrong? With we're gonna you? reach out, Sean. We'll see if we can. Yeah. I think he's at. We'll C- give you a call. That's what we'll do. He's at C plus plus now. We're supposed to talk to Tristan, Tristan Brindle. We're gonna have Tristan. Oh yeah, on. I got it. I got it. I gotta say because like like I peep people. <laughs> I am not at C plus plus now. Yeah. Okay, I'm not there this year. There's no particular reason. I just <laughs> I have a lot of travel. This one, this was the trip that got cut, but I am not there. I'm getting like three or four messages a day from people being like, "Hey, where are you? We're we're going to dinner," <laughs> or like other various inquiries. It's like I'm fine. I am not. I am not in a hospital. I am not sick. I'm just simply not at the conference. I feel very sad. Nobody's asked me why I'm not at the conference. Um. <laughs> You're not as important as me. It's clear. Clearly not. Clearly not. That's not true. If 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 I if I I I may be a more prominent person right now, Connor, but the, the like my my velocity may be greater, but your acceleration is definitely greater. I feel like in ten years from now, I'm going to be telling people, "Oh yeah, I knew Connor back when he was a little." Shit. What do you What do you mean? Or this this podcast is still going to be happening? You're going to be telling people I know him. We're still going to be co-hosts, buddy. Uh... I I definitely will be telling people I know you. <laughs> do you tell people that you know me? Uh, I mean, people, people just know that we know each other because most people yeah, that know, that's true. Actually, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, cause what are the circumstances where I'm at some event? It's always a conference and typically the, yeah, the and crowd at the conference. Except for C++ now, which is a conference that I am not <laughs> attending. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll be ever, ever be able to make it back unless if I skip, cause I am in the midst of three races to one that I had a couple days ago and one that I had a week ago. 
and then there's one on the 14th. So like basically the conference is bookended by like two of my favorite races. Yeah. Anyways, back to uh so there are a couple issues on the uh, Circle GitHub that are entitled they're closed, so we can go read them. We'll link them in the show notes. Advice to replace G++ with Circle for CMake projects, and there's been a couple other CMake fixes. So it looks like there is CMake support. Uh, yeah. Probably there should be a bullet point on the homepage that says but, something about that. But uh, you know, like it, it, it may not support all the flags, or all, or like it may not have built-in support for setting the features. And I don't know whether um, Circle CUDA is fully supported by CMake and things like that. Yeah, I'll uh, but I'll be testing it out. So uh, stay tuned, listener. And yes, Sean, we'll have you on. What is what is it today? It is. We'll have both. We can have both Sean's on. Have we had? Wait, have we had Sean Baxter on? Oh yeah, what do you when you recorded in your apartment? We did a three part oh, that's right. three part that's episode, right. well, which is so unfortunate because that I think is one of our best episodes of all time. But because you recorded in an apartment, uh, it was super echoey. So like that's like one of our best episodes and one of our worst quality uh, audio qualities. But it's still I think people loved it. It's just uh, would have been amazing yeah. if well <laughs> this episode is not going to be one known for our audio like i don't know how i sound right now no you sound decent i mean it's not as crispy clear but it's like 60 percent, 70 percent uh is good so i'm gonna get a travel mic just so that (laughs) wherever i am in the world i can always can always do something yep and uh yeah we'll have sean we'll reach out and so yeah what is the date today is the 10th we're releasing this don't 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 tell me that I don't I don't want to know that. <laughs> this is getting released on the 12th. It's as far as my mind is concerned, it's the start of May. It's not May 10th. It's the start of May. <laughs> I've still got a month ahead of me. Okay? <sighs> Glad we're all on the same page. Oh yeah. We probably let's see if we can record with either Tristan and Ben. So we're going to have a just to let the listener know. We got to record. We got to record next week cuz then I got my mom in town. Um so let's do. Well, we 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 have to record like. I guess we're gonna co- record in in Slovenia. So. Yeah, let's well let's try and do it early because I'll be in I'll be in New York Wednesday to Saturday, so I can't do it then. Um, and and once again to clarify, you are not coming to see me, <laughs> even though you, my closest friend, are coming to New York. I'm going to Montauk. Instead, I'm going to Montauk. You can come to Montauk. I, I, oh. At the last New York C++ meetup, I told multiple people about your uh, your trip to Montauk and the ridiculous mechanisms by which you are using yeah, yeah. to get from the airport to Montauk, and everybody agreed that... Uh, hey, it's not my fault. Google Maps said there was no transit to the Gurney Resort, and I didn't think to change as, the as location. My, as, as my girlfriend will happily tell you, you should not rely on Google Maps as much as you do. What? What, what else should I rely on? I don't know common sense. I thought you were gonna say me, Connor. You should have asked me. <laughs> no, my my um. I used to think I had an excellent sense of direction, but <laughs> I have been. I you know I didn't know I was clumsy, and I didn't know that I didn't have an excellent sense of direction. These are things that I feel like your parents should tell you, but <laughs> I did not learn those until recently, <laughs> and I have no table manners. We we live, we learn. And, uh, yes. yeah, we'll, uh, we're going to see each other lots though. We're going to see each other for like a week. Yeah. Also. Yeah. We, I still have to book. I still have to book hotels. Um, but, uh, that is, 
Yes, I'm. I'm working on on finalizing the travel plans. Yeah, I haven't booked half half my hotels. I got all my flights booked finally, just like a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, almost messed. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you flying out of Venice? Uh, I'm going to Dublin, so I'm pretty sure there was only two options that were direct. One was Ryanair, and one was Aer Lingus, and the Aer Lingus one was. Please, please tell me you took the Aer Lingus one. Yeah, I, I, I've heard. Okay. I've heard that Ryanair is kind of the equivalent of Flair. I'm not sure if you've heard of that airline, but I like to say if you don't yeah. care, fly Flair. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but honestly, it was more because of the time of day. One of them was like eight in the morning, and the other one was at noon. So. So you took the eight in the morning one? No, I took the noon one. Okay. Well, mistakes. Mistakes. mistakes Why? You should. I mean, you should prefer to to, to take the the first flight in the morning because it's it, delays accumulate throughout the day, and also if you take the first flight in the morning or the like the last flight of the day, then you get to spend like the full day at your destination. If you travel in the middle of the day, then like it's it's just a full transit day. Now, if it's a full transit day, if you're on like an eight-hour flight, that doesn't matter. But if you're flying somewhere that's like two or three hours away, if you take the 8 a.m. flight, you get in like 10, 11, and then like it's it's just like you you know had like a, a slightly late morning getting up. Whereas if you take the noon flight, then like you just you've lost that whole day. Eh, I don't know if I'd agree with that. I'm just saying you denied yourself. Anyways, anyways, that that I, the I'm Aer Lingus ta- I'm flight. I'm taking an 8 a.m. flight. I'm taking an 8 a.m. flight out of Venice to go to London Heathrow. My flight to New York is like at 5 p.m. But I'm gonna go to some lounges. Anyways, I gotta go. All right. Oh, so sorry. You what were you saying about the Aer Lingus flight? Oh no, I was gonna say you told me not to take Ryanair, and the Aer Lingus one was the one at noon. So you know you're giving me yes, conflicting. I, I, uh, you know what do I do? The no, better airline it, it, at it, noon or worse airline at. You, you, at made, you made the, the correct decision, but but the bigger problem is why are you booking flights without first, like talking to me? You know you know there's a short answer to this, Bryce, and it's because I've had literally book all my accommodation and travel on my list of things to do since back in March. And we're now, okay, that's fair. It's, it's now May 10th. And I just like, I'm so, it just, it doesn't take a ton of time, but it takes like a couple hours to book like a few different flights yeah, and look around. Like, I, you, you know that I love playing. I know, I know, but I, I, I procrastinate so much on it that like finally when it gets to like an 8 p.m. on a Monday and I'm like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. You. I'm not going to message you to then find out, oh, I can't, well, let's do it tomorrow morning. I would drop everything. <laughs> And just go do it. Now, you might open up a few credit cards in the process. Okay, I got to go, though. All right. It's been a blast. We will, yeah, chat next week. And uh, all the listeners, have have a good week. Be sure to check your show notes either in your podcast app or at adsptepodcast.com for any of the topics that we mentioned in today's episode, as well as a link to a GitHub discussion where you can leave any thoughts, questions, or comments on today's episode. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and have a great day.